0: Welcome, everyone, to the first ever episode of True News from Harris Faith. Uh, I'm Anyways, for today's very first episode, I am excited to announce that, well, there are some extremely interesting topics for today. Now, as many issues happen, this first, an introduction. This show will mostly be. We will mostly focus on less important topics, but when I feel it is necessary, I will definitely at talk about things that are important. But if this first episode isn't what you want, if you just want to escape what's happening right now, then you can easily just skip this episode and go to the next one, which will be up in most likely. I don't know. Well, um, a few... Well, first, uh episode three, which I have no idea when it'll be out. I still don't have a correct schedule yet. I will mostly talk about, it'll be more of an introduction. Uh But today, I just felt that I need to uh get some things out there. Remember, uh, no, I'll give that disclaimer when we get to there. So first, now, everybody knows about the current events that have been happening. They've been going on for far too long, and it's at the point where I'm not sure where this is going to go. Many of you remember Muko and (coughs) Ivar, and as far ago as it was, it still feels like it was just yesterday for many Um, an event like this hasn't happened in many years, at least for the system I'm in, but it's probably been a thousand major cycles since we've had anything to this scale. I mean, even the times that whatever the leader <coughs> of the ASL, whatever, whoever he is, so theorized that he is Vince, someone who... Well, a known terrorist leader from many, many cycles ago. So, there's... Remember, not everything I say here is certain. I'm not even sure about most of these things. Some of these things I don't believe. Though everything I say here, there is always a possibility of it being true. Though... There are some things that do seem... But, again, I'll get there. So, I guess I will get there now, actually. I have recently been told about a possible... uh, A possible relationship between the previous head of council and the queen of the fourth brood of the Arakai. Now, the evidence to support this mainly has to... Sorry. The evidence to support this mainly has to do with the sudden appearance, a few cycles ago, of Recluse. Now, nobody really knows where she came from. She says, well, it's highly known that... She used to live over <coughs> in the southern areas below the capital. Now, nobody knows much about her other than the fact that she is an Erakai, yet also somehow a member of the family. Now, it is unknown how this part could have occurred, and it is seen that the Erakai have a some sort of interest in her, for some reason or another. So many people have been starting to believe, considering the long time it takes for an egg to hatch, that many, many cycles ago, that one of the queens of one of the broods had a relationship with the previous head of council. Now, the proof that it was... The fourth simply has to do with her mysterious disappearance and the fact that those remaining of that brood seem to have rebelled over many, many times. Now, my support of this belief is rather high compared to some other things that we'll get to later. because it does... It is an interesting question. Because if it isn't true, then still nobody knows how any of this is happening. And it is also known that the Erakai and the Federation have been at war for many, many cycles, as it started as soon as it was founded, and... It was, there was a treaty, but things never cooled down much at all. <clears throat> now, we might want to discuss some of the more uh, important things that this could mean for what, mainly for the war efforts. Now, if this is the case, this might mean that the Arakai are even closer to extinction than we once thought. Now... Many people are uncertain of what they want to come out of this. Many people are fed up with this, considering how it's been going on for ten cycles now, nearing eleven. Many people don't even care how it happens... Some people are even wishing bombardment upon the entire continent. Now, I see that as, well, extremely wasteful. Not only in a more logical way, which we know that the head of council will prioritize. But I think that it doesn't even make sense to bomb the entire place. Even if you're only thinking logically, while there are some benefits it would only result in possible damages, and they would most likely elect another, the closest family member, to be (coughs) the new ruler. Wherever they are, they would most likely be chosen as the new queen. It is not known which one, due to most of the oldest family being at their capital. It is unknown, but it is still known that killing the queen isn't the greatest option. Even destroying half of the planet wouldn't work. Now, if you look at it morally, like you should, there are other issues. Destroying the entire continent where they live would, well, as I said before, wouldn't be a logical thing to do. Though, if you were thinking about it in a more, moral sense, then, well, obviously, it wouldn't be great either, for reasons that I hope you will have already figured out by now. So, I do have some theories on how we might be able to do this. Now, this leads into uh, other issues, though... Knowing that uh, ever since uh, the attack on the Eighth Brood, we now know that they are running low on supplies. If we manage to attack the Financial Division, then we might be able to bring this war down to two factions only. Now... That is the best outcome. Out of everything I've thought, the only good outcome that we can possibly achieve is if we do manage to find it. If we manage to find wherever the base is, we will be able to bring them down. If we manage to cripple their resources, then we might actually be able to do this. We might be able to get some spies in as well to see how we might be able to do that more efficiently. However, that brings me to the ASL, a group that has shown itself in multiple different ways, forms, back in the previous war against them, which it hadn't been fully formed. It was just the leader forming his own group made of himself and whatever machines he could create. It is unknown how he got those abilities. No magical... well, It is... Of all my research into the academies, nothing shows the ability that it presented. No. It is... Completely possible that it discovered some sort of ancient knowledge from some sort of other beings. We did have a major conflict against <laughs> beings that people like us can possibly comprehend. I wasn't alive back then. Well, I was, but I had just been born. Though... I do believe that... (coughs) I believe that there are definitely some other... implications to how... I'm going to call him Vince for now. Though it is unknown... the race, gender, or... well, anything else about them. Vince was an Eldish male though we do not know if that is who the current leader is, if they're even connected whatsoever. We do know that Vince wanted to have certain, similar abilities, and the abilities that this current leader has mostly include being able to manipulate reality, but only in physical objects. ...creating things that seem impossible to invent... ...and being able to pull things off that no other military group has in galactic history... ...even since the age of the First Federation. Nothing has been able to do that outside of the Guiders' holy empire. And even then, is highly I believe that they created this realm. If those legends are true. Believe what you want, though it is highly likely, considering... You know what I mean. Anyways. Due to these abilities... I'll call him Vince for now, as I said, so I'm going to be assuming that they are a male, though it is unknown if they even have those genders whatsoever... They could be, well, they could be any species. They could even be from beyond the galaxy. We have no idea. Though, anyways, Vince is shown to be able to create entire factories from boulders. Flying bases, able to create millions of ships every single second just from taking a larger asteroid around Type 5. And that is all that is needed. He is able to turn grains of sand into fully functional death machines. Now, during the siege of the capital of... (coughs) During the first events... That led up to this war. It was an ambush. That seemed to have been. Triggered. When they. When. A group of highly skilled knights. Went to the mega factories. To. What they believed. To finally destroy the It Was hinted. By Jonathan. If you don't know who that is, well, I have no idea who, you, where you live, and I don't know. I don't not believe that you should even be watching this. And ever since that, there has been suspicion that he was working with them. Though I don't think that is likely. Though I will explore the evidence for that. Because, well, I like it when people come to their own conclusions. <coughs> so... Some evidence being that Ivik, he reported seeing behind Fearstrike's mask, seeing an old human. Now, that is barely any evidence, though it is confirmed that Fearstrike at least is a human. And that is known. When Fearstrike's, dr- when a drone resembling Fear Strike attacked the <coughs> When a drone resembling Fierce Strike attacked Jonathan, which is the second time this has happened, the first time isn't known to be a drone or not. When that happened, it managed to defeat it, and when looking for who it was, they saw nothing but a regular <coughs> human based head with a beard. Now, that only cements the fact that they are a human. Though, Fear Strike does seem to have a complex understanding of the political systems in the Federation. And they seem to be toying with Ivik in a way that I don't seem to fully understand the point of. i It was very difficult to get this information. However, I do think there are many sources, and I believe that this statement might be released to the public soon, at least from what I have heard. And yes, just in case you're wondering, I am planning on interviewing him one day. But that is far, far in the future, and I highly doubt I'll get to that point ever. So, now, it also seems that ever since the first... War against the... Well, the second war against the Arakai, But the last one was over a thousand cycles ago. Now... A new type of soldier emerged. Some that seemed mechanical, yet all shared similar appearance and almost had the exact same personality and thought for each one each having the exact same skill level, which seemed to be extreme. You could put a single one of them in a group of a hundred, and they would be able to take them out with a 97% chance of succeeding, at least from all the articles I've read, which aren't always that accurate. Though I believe a true estimate that I believe from my own experience watching them on multiple multiple occasions, there have been a few battles near where I live. Oh, not many. I won't tell you how many. I don't want to give away any information other than the fact that I live in Harris space, but that's a well, it's relatively small, but either way anyways they have been seen to get through entire groups of highly specialized ones in only small groups. Now, when facing against magic users and those in highly skilled with more autonomous thought and more, more sentience, mainly whatever that abo- mechanical abomination that Vince and the ASL seem to be using, whatever that thing is, it seems to tear through anything. It well I don't think I've seen a single person who's been able to get into multiple conflicts with it and survive other than Evic and every time that's happened he's resulted in running away. Though, there is a few interesting theories on these perfect soldiers as Vernax so so kindly, what's it? Now, due to the fact that the, that the general, who just so happens to be Vernax's brother, is, shows high similar mental states, extremely similar personalities to all of them, and looks very similar, the only difference is magical abilities, which were given biologically. <laughs> I apologize for that. So, it has resulted in many coming up with a extremely, extremely awful theory. But, that does have a f- some evidence behind it, that I will begin to go through now. There is a theory that the previous head of council, Lavalor, or Scareth if you want to be... Uh, if you want to... By his actual name. That he had a program where he managed, where he trained people to be the absolute perfect soldier. Most, uh, possibly his own children at very young ages. And whichever one succeeded in whatever training this was, was, had their mind copied onto infinite, near infinite machines to give a perfect army of perfect soldiers. Now, how much do we believe this theory? I believe that there is a 3.64% chance that this is correct. There is some evidence, but there is so many better ideas. It could have just been a new thing that Vernac decided to copy his brother's mind due to realizing his extreme strength and due to a few theories that, well a few theories that he seems to only really have any sort of emotional attachment to around ten people in his entire life. It is possible that he did this to try to cope with the fact that in these wars it is highly likely that he will perish, though it is unknown due to Vernax's highly logical ideologies, yet simultaneously extremely illogical ideologies at the same time, and strategies. Now other evidence includes scans of the capital done by anonymous sources illegally mind you showing a strange empty cave system extending from the head of council's office and The long hallway that connects the hallway... That connects... I'm messing up my words again. That connects the office and the cave system. Has two doors behind it. Two nearly empty rooms with some furniture, I guess, around them. Now, there is also supposedly an elevator from the edge of... The hallway, just meeting the cave system, with a massive labyrinth underneath it. Now, that is suspicious. I don't believe that he was forcing his children to fight to the death. Though, that is technically a possibility that I don't feel like entertaining for any stretch of time. Though, if you do believe that, I would recommend getting mental help. But... If you do believe that and you don't feel like getting any help, then I would recommend that you... Well, there is some merit behind it, but it's it's not likely. It's near 0% chance that that's what that labyrinth was used for. However, there are some other possibilities that I cannot think of because I have no idea what's actually going on with that. Most likely a prison system. Most likely a... Maximum security prison. But that's all I can come up with. There is other possibilities, but I don't see why you need a massive labyrinth underneath your capital. So, I guess I should move on to... Uh, some other things. Now, there have been a few minor conflicts. The main one I want to bring up is the conflict between the Warrior Collective and the T.L.L.C. Now, this conflict seems to be one out of uh, opposing ideologies and religious views. Now, I believe that this ent- that entire conflict Shouldn't, it shouldn't be happening, not only because I find the reasons idiotic, but also because anyone who even thinks that they should spark a civil war during times of war across the entire galaxy, which has never been matched outside of the war for dominance over a thousand cycles ago. Nearly 1,200 cycles ago. no. Events like these don't happen very often. And when they do, usually all conflicts seem to dissipate. And they focus on enemies that they actually need to face. Most civil wars end within only a few minor cycles. And any major conflicts between individual planets... individual systems seem to dissolve within mm, not that long maybe not even a single major cycle will be enough time for I'm I'm forgetting my words again let me rephrase that even a single major cycle will be stretching it for the amount of time interplanetary or intersystem conflicts will still exist In a galactic war, things like that are dropped to focus on things that matter much more. Now, things like these are very, very uncommon. And usually, things are blown out of proportion and don't get to that scale. And due to that, I do feel like if the conflict is important enough to have reasonably, if it's not over idiotic reasons then I feel that it should continue, for example, revolutions and things like that. Which nowadays aren't that common due to the Federation's laws, but in a crab space there's extremely they are still rare, but they're a lot more common due to the circumstances that those those people live in. I I don't like to, I don't like to talk about it. I don't like to think about those people. It's Anyways, so I don't really know who started this conflict, but it's at the point where I don't care. The entire galaxy is being threatened by near-endless armies of nearly, well, not nearly indestructible, but highly dangerous machines, and you're worried about such simple, simple issues that could be resolved in ways that aren't, aren't. It's idiotic, I do have a, a bit more respect for the Warrior Collective due to their, well, they've always had the moral high ground in most conflicts that they get into. There have been a few times where they get into more unjustifiable actions. However, those are usually split-off groups, And usually, the lord of the collective usually doesn't support the radical battles, the radical ideas, and the wars and conflicts and destruction that comes with these useless... (laughs) Anyways... Though, this is not the greatest issue if it gets resolved quickly... Now, I apologize if that actually caused anything. I might not have. If it does get resolved quickly, then I think that we can actually focus more on this. I do believe within maybe 5 to 6, maybe 10, if we're really unlucky, 10 major cycles is the absolute maximum more time that this war will go on for. It's at the point where, if it lasts any longer than that, I believe that there needs to be some serious changes, and it will uh, show me that there is definitely spies and sabotages, Though I'm pretty certain that there are a few, maybe even some in power. I already mentioned the belief that <laughs> I already mentioned the belief that he is the actually fear strike. The fear strike is somehow actually the head of the capital systems. I believe that extremely. No, I don't. It's not likely at all. Not as unlikely as the theory that the Labyrinth was used to force children to fight to the death, to create a perfect soldier. It's 20 times more likely than that. I say it's a... a 20... no, 34.6. Now... Uh, we're reaching the end. I do have a... Uh, uh, I'm running out of time. But, uh, yeah. I think... There are a few things I want to mention before I leave. Mainly, uh, the idea that the leader of the Galactic Technocracy is actually working for the Erakai. Now, the evidence for this doesn't make too much sense to me. Though it is more possible than Jonathan. I'll say that for sure. The uh, main evidence is that one of the... Uh, Erica... Not Erica. Uh, one of the members... of One of the Supreme Council members was the same race and extremely good friends. And they voted to help the arakai let them join the federation now that isn't much proof considering the general voted for it as well and well i highly doubt he's on their side as well considering for the first 10 major cycles he was the second most influential influential figure in that war actually third recluses more Due to her personal connections with them. But the theory is... As much as I believe that it does have some viability... I actually think it's more 47.36. Now that I think about it. I think the theory that... uh The previous head of council... And the queen of the fourth brood having a relationship... I think that's way more... Way more likely. Now... If the <coughs> well, if the Prime Minister of the Capital Systems manages to succeed in bringing some sort of diplomacy between the Federation and the ASL, which I know he's been trying to do that for the entire conflict, at least after the first cycle. It's rather odd. As much as I believe that he isn't in trying to cause any harm, I think, I almost think that he, well, he's definitely suited for the job. That is for sure. He's made incredible decisions that if it wasn't for him, I felt like we might have actually failed in many situations. He was the one who found out that the Erekai had been using their Dyson spheres, to well Dyson rings, more accurately, to heat up rocks and for unknown purposes. Now, this was a few cycles before the Erekai War even started, and if it wasn't for that. I feel like we would have had no idea that it was the Arakai using their most powerful source of energy as a weapon against major planets when we saw balls of magma floating around the Muku system. If it wasn't for that we may have we may have we may have experienced things far far worse than what we did. Though we couldn't save it, we definitely were able to save many more. And while we couldn't save Ivar, we definitely stopped things from becoming far, far worse with their other machines. But I don't think many of you even want to think of those events. Anyways, I guess I'll try to end on a... uh, not really a lighter note, considering this entire episode has been about more serious conflicts and possible conspiracies, most of which I barely believe in, other than uh, the, what am I, that scareth, though, that one is slowly becoming the majority of what people believe. Though it has been denied by Recluse, Vernac said that he can neither confirm nor deny it, which is an odd move for him. Considering he is, well, he shows a far higher level of respect for his father than, well, I mean, the general seems to despise him, which is evidence for the theory of the Labyrinth Torture Chamber Tournament Arena, or... Whatever it was meant to be, Colosseum, whatever it supposedly is. The theory that kind of falls apart for me, knowing that Vernax seems to... Well, Scarleth is one of the few people that Vernax even cares about. He seems great admiration for him, which is odd. There's only around ten people I can think of that can say that. That, (laughs) Which is, in my opinion, why I think that there is barely any chance for that. You would think if someone forces you to fight your siblings, thousands of them, or maybe only hundreds, let's say, even if you're born and not even as soon as you're capable of thinking and fully existing, as soon as you manage to have full control over your body, you're put in a tournament to the death. I highly doubt you would have any sort of respect or love for that person who put you in that mess. So, due to that, I think the theory completely falls apart. Anyways, uh... That is all I really wanted to talk about for the first episode. I do hope that you found this informational. Now, remember, there are many dangerous things happening right now, so you need to stay safe. And that has been today's episode. And I will see you next week, most likely. Goodbye.